Hello and welcome back to 1882. I know it's been a while, but as always, it's uh, Ashley here leading you through the murky waters of a couple of weeks now of Tottenham. We've been gone for a long while. With me as always, on my right-hand side is my big big bro Chris. How you doing, mate? I'm not too bad. How you been? You good? Not too bad, man. A little bit of a god, god complex from me there. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to see you again. How's, uh, how's things at home? All, everyone all good? Yeah. I think um, it's been good. Luckily, I haven't got any any little boys that crying because Tottenham ain't been playing well. It's just me by myself doing that. <laughs> you just um, wallowing so in your I don't own have misery. to deal with anyone else just wallowing my own misery. Yeah, but apart from that, all good, man. Wonderful. Uh, we've got two guests coming with us today, and re- returning from a few weeks back, it's Ian Nubin. How you doing, bro? Yeah, good. You guys all right? Yeah, very well, very well. How's uh, how are you looking ahead to a week without Tottenham? Uh, can't have my weekend ruined, can I? No, exactly, exactly. Having said that, I am watching the Youth Cup quarterfinal with Man City tomorrow at twelve. Oh, yeah. Where, where's that being played? At um, it's at the City training ground, I think it is. I think it's the little pitch at City, isn't it? The five, is it? Five is, it? Stadium. is it? Is it that I think one? So. I think it is. I would have actually liked to have gone there, but I won't go like Manchester for that. <laughs> it's a bit of a trip. I mean, I've done some weird things this year with football, but I think that was a bit, that'd be pushed it to the limit. <laughs> and Phil, um, no, no Mikey Moore either tomorrow, unfortunately. So. Oh, is he definitely out? Yeah, call it a Johnson, he's still injured. <laughs> oh, he's so uh... That means he's playing then. <laughs> those those dulcet tones you can hear there are for, coming from our second guest in Billy Cairns. How you doing, mate? I'm fine, thank you very much. Sorry, I've said yeah. Not at all, not at all. It's a pleasure to have you both on. Uh, obviously, Ian, we've had you on before, but Billy, I'm sure most of our listeners will know a bit about you from your um, from your Twitter exchanges. But can you tell us a little bit about your sort of history as a Tottenham fan? So when when did you start following? Um, uh-huh. And Christian knows my story. What a story. What a story. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's a bit um, weird because I was originally actually a West Ham fan with my dad. No. Nah. We've all got our sins. We've all got our sins. West Ham? My mum split up with my dad and um, she got with this fellow who was a Chelsea fan and he made me support Chelsea and I, I was watching football one day and he said something about Tottenham, dirty, rotten, why I days. My best mate at football was at school was a Tottenham fan, so I didn't know what it was. I asked him what it was. He told me. I came home from school, told him, that's it, that's it I support Tottenham. <laughs> he, he kicked me out of the house. I'd go stay in my two weeks. I ended up staying there for like six months in the end because I liked his mum better. <laughs> my mum actually split up with a fella. And I wasn't allowed to go to Tottenham until I was like, 15, 16, but I could go and I'd seen Tottenham in like all West London. I'd, I'd go to football with some of my mates, but I was Tottenham. And I just always remember the first time I walked into the shelf and it was like, I'm finally where I belong. Joe, <laughs> that is, it's Joe makes it even better, right? It's even funnier when people know Bill, right? Because Bill is probably one of the most through and through. Mr. Tottenham diehard fans yeah. I've ever met. So for him to have a story like that, West Ham, then Chelsea is brilliant. 
Yeah, we, we haven't had many interactions, Phil, have we? But that, I was not expecting you to come out saying I was West Ham and in Chelsea. <laughs> it, it was. The, it, I, I'm not ashamed of it because I didn't know any better. I just you know you do what your dad tells you to do, don't you? I didn't have to do what, what someone my someone I didn't like told me to do, so I went the complete opposite way. I'll be honest with you, though, Bill. A lot of people that like so like me and Ashley, right? Our dad loves football, right? But he's never had really an affiliation apart from Inter Milan. So that's where our love for Inter Milan's come. But when it came to an English team, we didn't really have that, right? So initially, I just started liking players and following players. And my number one guy was Beckham, right? I didn't support United, I supported Beckham. But my my cousin and and his dad were massive Tottenham fans. So that's where me and Ashley really picked it up from. It's weird how it just catches up. There was one player I did always admire. Um, it's a team I actually hate, but I did like Kenny Dalglish. Mm. I mean, he was a great player. I, I think when people talk, make up their list of greatest ever British exports or British football players, Kenny Dalglish is always in the top five, isn't he? He's got to be, like, without a doubt. I think when you're younger, when I was younger, when you're younger, you appreciate other team players. Now I don't, I don't care about it. It's social media, though, isn't it? Everyone just wants a bit of clout. Everybody just wants to to have something to jump on. It means it means nothing now. That's what that's what football's been boiled down to. Just who can who can who's got the biggest cock Beckham, on Twitter? What Christian said about Beckham, I watched the Beckham documentary throughout his career. He never realised how good he really was. I, I didn't mm. personally because that was at the stage where I only really watched Tottenham, and then. When I look back and I was watching some of the things he went through and all this, that and the other, it made you appreciate him that so much more. There was so much more to him than what we really thought, what I thought at the time. Yeah, and I think interesting now that like the current, the new generation of football fans probably wouldn't appreciate him either because he wasn't like flashy stepovers and no. Rabonas or he wasn't rapid. He was just unreal technical A bit like technical they don't for the same reason yeah exactly that and it's it's bonkers but um we should probably bring it back to tottenham at some point we've missed sorry (laughs) that's all right we've missed a few games actually we haven't recorded since uh before the brentford game i was actually at that game um for the first time i've been at a stadium in a long time that's probably why yeah i've just been selfish and went to the game listen i had a few beers i showered (laughs) at a few brentford fans and then i went home and went to bed all right. Um, that was a, it was a Wednesday game. And we've been a bit topsy-turvy since then. I think the Brentford game actually was a proper microcosm of the performances that were to follow. Um, Chris, we usually come to you first to give us a little rundown on interesting things that you saw, mate. So what, what can you tell me about the last three games, four games? So if we're focusing just on Brentford game, right, the best thing that ever come out of that game was the song against Tony. <laughs> that was absolutely amazing. You should have cashed out. Oh my gosh, that's probably one of the most like that's proper old-fashioned chanting, chanting in the sense that you used to make funny jokes about players in recent events. Whereas now it's become more trying to be like Europe, having proper Eurovision song contests, and <laughs> like that was proper old school that I grew up watching football, and I absolutely appreciated that. But Listen, in terms of the football, I'll be honest, like, it's going to split the fan base, right? For me, 
I've come to a point now where the expectation that I had with this team at the beginning of the season, yes, was sixth or seventh, right? But we've surpassed that. We're definitely ahead of schedule, so we need to act like we're ahead of schedule. Mm. And I'm very sorry. I am disappointed in Angie the last couple of weeks, right? You get yourself in certain positions, you need to adapt, right? You've got injuries, you need to adapt. You've got a style of football that's getting exposed, you need to adapt. You're winning games, see the freaking game out. I am sorry. I am tired, not to the point that I want him out. Mm. I'm, I'm still supporting him, still backing him, but I need to now start seeing something different. I am not having a defence that we've all been saying, Christian Moreno's world-class, and I say that, Van de Ven, oh, he's great, Adoji, what a player, Porro, unreal. They have been unreal. But at the same time, this, this manager's tactics is exposing them to the point where we are conceding like no tomorrow. But you've and got I'm, the... Well, you, you're mentioning there about having to adapt if you're if it, if it's not working or whatever. But I suppose the counter argument and the, the argument that Andrew would make is that if it want if you want it to work long term, you need to stick at it. It's no good in his mind. It's no good chopping and changing and going from one tactic here and one tactic there. Um, but that, that's not how football runs, Ash. It's not, it's not football. I'm sorry. It's a results based business, right? And at the end of the day. If you want to build something, you need to one deserve need to deserve to build it, be there. But also, you need to show to future employees reason why they want to join you, right? And centre backs saying, listen, centre backs might not want to join us because look at Dragerson sat on the bench, not even been put on as a sub is absolutely disgusting that treatment. I think, right? Disgusting is a strong word, but go no, on. no, I'll be honest, I'll use that strong word. It's early days, mate. No, 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 early no, no, days. no, 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 no. I'm not seeing Ben Davies and Emerson in the team before I'm seeing Dragson, who we've spent 30 million on and has proved he is far above their ability, right? And because of the flexibility of this manager, he's not willing to try that. I'm not having it. What you right? mean, going to a back three rather than going to a back three, or you move Van der Ven to the left? That everyone tells me he's been able to play. He's, he did do that in the second division right. in, in Netherlands. Yeah, I'm not seeing I'm him not, do it. I've not claimed. I've not claimed that. I'm just talking about yeah, yeah. what what people, his his fans say. Right. Yeah. And just clearly not seeing that. But I just come to a point now where you're doing so well. At what point are you going to protect these players? At one point, you're going to say, actually, right, we are ahead of schedule. We could be playing. We could be getting Champions League football here. We probably should. Let's shore it up a bit. We're winning. We're getting exposed. Teams have worked us out because let's be honest, since the Man City game, everyone's had the same tactic. Brentford, Tony went out onto that right-hand side in behind the left-back. Pedro Neto, in behind the left-back. Like we, we, let's not act like we're not seeing the same thing. And it's tactics, it's not players' performances. So at what point is this manager going to take responsibility and actually back his players by saying, yes, we're going to play 80, 80, 60 minutes, whatever it may be, to win this game and play good attacking football. But if it's not working, it's a results-based business. We need to do something in it. We definitely do, and it's not happening for me, man. But listen, that's enough of my rant. Let's, let's yeah, go. Strong, to strong words there, Chris. But Bill, where, where do you land on how Andrew's managed the the games? Well, there's sort of two elements there, isn't it? How he's set up and and the changes he's made throughout the games. I sometimes think his substitutions are a little bit late and a bit predictable. Mm. Like, and I think they're pre-planned, his, his subs. I find a couple of them strange at times. I mean, I'm a Christian. I would have bought on Dragson the yeah. other day. I, I, I know we're talking about the Brentford game, but 
Oh, we're talking about all of them. With Dragerson, I'd, ra- I'd rather see Dragerson than Ben Davis at centre-back. But I, no, I don't ever... I, if you're going to play Ben Davis, I would have played him at centre-back, not left-back. Yeah. Because he started out as a left-back. He's not a left... He's so slow. Turn, turns like a car horse. He's like... <laughs> He was always going to get roasted. If Van der Ven's got the pace for Neto, and he he can do a job at, at centre back. Not that I want him there when you got Dragerson, but I'd rather see him there than left back. I think I see what you're saying. I, I think the issue we had at left back, in particularly in the Wolves game, isn't or what we lost from Doug. Isn't so much the defensive side of things. It's it's what he offers going forward. Um, I don't know if Ven Ven would be able to yeah, offer Ash, the same. Let me ask you a question, me oh, ask you a question yeah. because you're, you're doing this devil's advocate thing. I can see mate, it in your face, bro. That's, that's where I live, mate. I love I know, it. I know. You love it. So let me ask you this, right? You play Ben Davies, fine. I said pre-game on space and stuff. I don't mind Ben Davies starting, right? But at what point do you not play to play his strengths and say, right, if I'm playing Ben Davies, you ain't inverting, mate. Don't even think, think about inverting. I think he did a better job of it than Emerson. I think two new fullbacks in the summer is essential if we're going to be playing this type of football and if we've got plan A and plan A only. Um, I don't think I don't think Van der Ven would be able to do a better job in in terms of the inverted left back job than than Ben Davies because it's not natural to either of them. Uh, it's just not in there. It's not in there either of their wheelhouses. It wasn't really natural to Udogi, was it? But he's taken to it. No, but he's, he's, he has a lot of time playing in centre mid and, and those drives forward were normal for him, whereas Van der Ven and Davies were always primarily defenders. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. right. But, but go ahead, mate. Go on. You you were saying about the uh, subs are a bit a bit awkward and the team selections I mean, I haven't been to your... I'm sure, I'm sure one, of the, well, one of the games, someone was about to come on and then he changed who he was going to bring on. I was watching the bench. But that's what I mean when I was saying I think a lot of them are pre-planned. So you say that 16 minutes changes the wings. Yeah. Potter's like that. He seems to have pre-planned subs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the the one player I remember, I mean, the man manager, sorry, I remember, Mourinho, he'd do an impact sub. Remember when he bought off, we were losing to to Olympiacos, he bought (laughs) off Eric Dyer. (laughs) Not that that's a bad thing, bringing off Eric Dyer, but bought him off very early in the games. Like, when you can see the same, like it ain't working. Why don't you just make that change quicker? The, pro- the problem is, guys, that he is the formation he's playing is two five three, and he's expecting Romero and Van der Ven to cover the spaces down the flanks. And this is, you know, and we're being overloaded. You had uh, Gomez lost Basuma, and all of a sudden, you know, he's, he's three in the box, 12 yards out, and he's buried the winner. And that typifies... Basuma was terrible, but I still think Emerson should have shown him to the corner flag. Of course he should have done. Emerson was a problem all game for me, both with him. I mean, there was, one, there was one point Emerson made a pass, and... He made a pass. Fucking hell. <laughs> it went out for throwing, didn't it? And then, <laughs> he, uh, and then the, the other one was when, all right, the ball was hard, hit hard at him. But it was like, it was like a school kid who, who was jumping out of the way and a ball coming at him. And I'm thinking, what the hell? I mean, 
I've given, I, I gave him loads of shit when he first come, and then he's improved, and I've got off his back, but it just worked, it worked. But, but I think it, I think you're right, Bill, but again, I think Ian said it well, it's this formation, it's the style of football, right, now, Ian, I don't, I don't know if you agree, mate, but um, feel free to interject, but if you had Emerson and you had Davies, are you playing them both inverted? I think that was wrong, no. No. But they're both, when you say inverted, they're playing in midfield. Yeah, that's why I'm saying inverted into and, midfield. And what Bill mentioned, where the where Emerson got the ball and and switched it left, and it went over, way over <laughs> wherever it was head and straight into touch. A midfield player will get his head up, he'll play on the half turn. There was an easy ball, a, a forward ball, dead straight, ten yards on. And you saw Ange put his head in his hands when Emerson did that. But it was his fault. It's Ange's fault. Yep. You cannot play Emerson and Davis in midfield. They're not midfield players. Petra Porro doesn't make that same decision. If he does, he, he executes it because he's, he's that right. talented. Um, uh, for me, the, this year isn't really the formation. I get what you're saying. It, we've looked so exposed. For me, the, the problem has been keeping possession. We keep just giving it away so easily. A little, uh, any team that's had any sort of coordinated press against us just wins the ball back with, with ease. But this is why, this is why, I, I was the same as Christian. For me, I, I said beginning of the season that sixth place would be a good, would be a good season, and yeah. still stick by that. I don't see us, do not see us catching Villa. I don't see, I see United breezing past us comfortably. They just like Foyland, you know that, for a few weeks. That, yeah, two, two to three weeks. That, that, two, that, that could derail them. And I could see us beating Villa at Villa, personally. We, we did, I know we lost at home to Villa, but we made them look we fucking silly. Them. Only, only so for five long. minutes. No, it was the whole se- game. Second half, we, we, didn't, we didn't look dangerous at we all. Gave, we gave them max 15 minutes of that game. And, and let's be fair, right? We've also got to think that we're playing them on now now performance. Back then, the performances were good. We don't know if Poro is going to be back. We don't know if Adoji is going to be back. I think I see somewhere where Poro basically will be fit. Well, he was doing that weird exercise where it looked like he was shagging the air. I don't know if you saw that. (laughs) It was just like thrusting against some sort of machine. It's got to be fit. Oh, that was it. Someone said, should I take him out of my dream team? He said, don't. Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah, and someone on TikTok, when it or, or Instagram or whatever. So yeah. let, let me let me just let me just ask a question, right? So if if Ian, you want to go first, mate, is so we spoke about the expectation still with happy with with a fifth or sixth place, right? Now, where has it come to a point where, for me personally, I need to see a change in Ange, right, to fully be back on this Ange wave. I've started to lose a little bit of that connect. Uh, and for me, it's down to his lack of ability to coach in-game. So his in-game management's poor. Some of his lack of being able to adapt is poor. So I know you don't want him out, and I know your expectation's still the same, but what is it for you that actually is is sort of upsetting and that you need to see changing? Okay, well, let me, you're right. I don't want to see him go. I think we've had 15 managers in 22 years. When you look at the successful clubs over the last 20 years, while Enico had been in charge of the club, 
Wenger was there for 17, Klopp's been there for nine, Guardiola's been there for seven. You know, managers are allowed to build and they've been successful. And, you know, Chelsea was a one-off, the way they operated, but that's that's gone to pot now, although I do think Pochettino will get his first trophy on Sunday. Um, Typical, isn't but, it? <laughs> but, no, no, I, I, I don't want Chelsea to ever win anything, but I will be happy for him because had he been back properly, we'd have we'd have had a lot of success. I think. Andrew. I don't think he'd beat Liverpool. I, can't, I just don't. But <laughs> going back to what Christian said um, about Ange, I was hoping we would we would finish top six beginning of the season. I didn't dream for one minute that we'd have a manager that a played two at the back, <laughs> b didn't learn from his mistakes and adjust mid-game. C, would play two full-backs at centre-back when he had a centre-half in Phillips ready to go. Um, I didn't go to the Villa game. Um, funny enough, I watched it last weekend for the first time. I thought we played well second half as well. I think the first 35 until Benson Gold got injured. Thought we, were we still played well second half. Um although we didn't create anywhere near as much. Mm. And the same thing happened at home to Villa as happened at home to West Ham. We're losing 2-1, 20 minutes to go. The Celso comes off. I think Skip comes on. Where's Donnelly? Why are you putting a creative midfielder on? And I personally think, and I, I'm, I'm desperate to see my team win the league. I've been following Spurs. My first game was Good Friday 65. 1965. I just missed the double, the double team, um, and I went to my first game when I was seven and a half, and I've never seen us win the league. So I'd love Ange to win the league, stay in the league. Honestly, I think he's out of his depth. I think he's totally out of his depth, and the biggest problem for me is his intransigence and his refusal to bend, to learn on the job to adapt, tweak a system. I mean, last week would have been perfect for three at the back. But a proper three at the back. You don't play Emerson and Davis. You play Basuma and Saar in front. Um, who would I have played? I would, would have played, I, I would have played Kulisewski. I may have, I would have played Davis as more of a, of a left back rather than, I just can't play him inverted. Um, and, and then I'd have had Madison playing off Son and Richie, and I think maybe maybe Johnson I would have uh, I would have played. He just missed a massive opportunity to try three at the back. I didn't get it, you know. And a lot of people who are saying, "Oh, Emerson and Davis have done okay." Well, we've lost five of the six games with those two in the team this season, and that's that's the answer. The answer is is hard facts. So, am I worried with this manager? I hope he changes. I hope he can learn on the job. If he's not prepared to change, he's really not going to last. And this time, this time next year, we'll have another manager. You're saying we lost them games of Emerson Davis. Well, if he doesn't want them, he could ship them out in the summer and bring two new fullbacks in. I wouldn't be shocked if he does at all. The I mean, way we've been acting in the transfer window the last couple of windows which has been drastically different from the previous however many so 
Maybe, he, maybe he, he might he might see the problem, but there's just nothing he can do about it at the moment because of the players he's got. I get that, uh, Bill. 100% agree, right? But now look at it from a player's perspective. How many of the players Andrews bought have been integrated into that first team? Brennan Johnson, he definitely bought, and he's he's dropped he's dropped him back out. He's dropped. Well, he, he, it was it was always brought to be a squad player. Young player, he shouldn't be paying that money for an impact player. But I think the other thing is he didn't have the pre-season, did he? And he came with an injury. Yeah, like, like I say, it's not about Johnson the player, and it's not about any individual players, right? But the main one for me is he wanted Dragerson. He should have come on, man. Using him. That one is massive. Dragerson is huge. Dragerson won. I told you, I can't against what you're saying because he wanted him so badly didn't he he's been crying for a centre back gets one in in January ships out the young boy to not play him at which point you say do you know what I would save that 30 mil I'm not go, go get go get me another position and I'll, I'll just keep Phillips on the bench because you ain't going to change it you're still going to play Davis and Emerson so yeah, at full back it's not, like, it's not like he's still playing in the centre back but they're not full no, back no. are they well, they're not but, centre-backs either, that's the problem. No, but even, even, but even I think, who, who's to say, I right? Think, who's to say someone gets ben injured? Davis is a better centre-back now than he is left-back. He's, but he's always played yeah. three at the back. At the Wales, back three, yeah. he was three at the back. Only at Swansea when they played the old-school four at the back, proper old-school full-back, which, by the way, they kept Davies back and sent Carl Norton on a on a mad one on the opposite side. Blast from the past. Or, or they had, um, what was his name? Was it Neil Taylor? Yeah, Neil Taylor on the left. Neil Taylor. So they've always had guys that gave the flexibility on the other side for Davies to hold back. He might never this attacking threat, right? He's never been that player. So Wales played three at the back. So he's always going to be naturally a better centre back. But ultimately, ultimately, who's to say? We've seen Ange consistently go with the same players because of experience and knowing how to play his game. Who's to say Van der Ven gets injured next game? And, and Davies is in the team over Dragerson. How no, do we know? I, I, do. Doubt it. I don't think that'll happen, Chris. I highly doubt it. But this is the manager. But it's a manager that tells us he's got to learn how to play our way. He's got to fit. Yeah. In. But he's been putting Dragerson in that centre back when he's brought him on. I know it's been ten minutes here and ten minutes there, but on, he could have brought in Davies or Emerson. But he's not. He's brought in Dragerson. So I don't see that. what. Why, why would he? Nobody against Everton. I remember it's, that. It's just, it's just, it's just questions I've got. The only time Dragerson's come on. Is against Everton and United. I think if we wanna if we wanna get anywhere with any manager, we've got to give him time, especially this one. Hundred percent. And 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 in particular because he's got a clear philosophy that we've actually been able to identify with that we haven't had for such a long time. Uh, Conte started off really well, and then I think it's because of everything that happened externally, it, it stopped working for him at, at Tottenham. Mourinho, fuck knows what we were trying to do under Mourinho. He can say all he wants, he wanted to win. Fuck knows how he was trying to win. I have no idea. Even now, I can look back again. Look back again. Ash. Poch, for the last two or three years of Poch, I had no idea what we were trying to do. Whereas Ange, we know. And I think if we, if we persevere with that and the players start to adapt and they start to become comfortable, we go over all the injury issues that we've had, then they can start to express themselves within that framework that we've actually put in place and we've actually you know persevered with going well, in Mourinho needed needed to play that way because he had no pace at the back 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I think, but even even no, still, there was still there was still no there was no there was no patterns of counter attack. Our pattern, our counter attack. It wasn't like built to get the ball, build through the wing plays or whatever. It was just get the ball, give it to Kane, and he'll find Son. Yeah, but at the end of the day, results-based business, we was top till like Christmas, and he got us to a final. And then what happened? He got he didn't get given the final. Did, yeah, but did it? he deserve the final? Yes. Yeah. No, he, he got us there. didn't. He got, he got us there. He got us spanked by City not long before. I swear to God, right? If I make something happen for you and you tell me I don't deserve it, I will backhand you. <laughs> I will backhand you. If I bring you through, I I introduce you, you to something and you don't give me the merit to attend. Listen, he should have been the end long the, before top, the semi-final. Top, Tottenham, he should have been gone. He should have been gone. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, they gave him to the semi-final. He's won that semi-final. You now got to stick with your gun, right? You got to stick with it. Do you think but we do any as, better? Do you think we do any better with Mourinho in that final? I think we win it, right? You think we win it? Hundred percent. First of all, first of all, weeks weeks wouldn't have played, right? Mason Mason wouldn't have put his mates in. He wouldn't have had to put his best mates in, right? Two, two. Also, the script the, was the written. The would have been rested midweek and all. Don't you? The, we played yeah. Southampton. Yeah. We would have rested. The reason he basically got the sack was because he was going to rest the team against Southampton. Yeah. And also, right, the script is written. And they were more worried right? about. If there anyway. is a manager who's going to win something for Tottenham, it was Mourinho against Guardiola, right? The script was written for a, for a Mourinho shithousery win. Mourinho, Mourinho has this legacy of turning up in the big games, but there is nothing, absolutely nothing in his body of work from the six to seven weeks before that final that gave me any sort of idea or hope that we would do anything Mourinho, in that game. Mourinho's, Mourinho's an aura that you just put in a final. Listen, there is certain managers that if you're in a final, it doesn't matter what they do before, they turn up. Right, it's Actually. like it's like LeBron James. He gets to an NBA final. You don't care that he's 38 years old. He's dropping you 32 points. Yeah, but right? he's been doing that all season as well. No, he wouldn't have done because he's probably averaging 25. Right? There's managers out there that you put in finals. It does not matter what happens, they will win you that final. Mourinho is exactly that. All I have Mourinho to, turns up. What I've got to say is you threw Mason against Guardiola, and it was it was a joke. It was an absolute joke. I mean, I, I don't know how we held out for 81 minutes. I mean, we hardly had a shot the whole game. Let's, let's we wouldn't have had with Mourinho either. The player that scored. You know, would have done. Stars. He would have set up differently. He would have started Bale. We wouldn't have had Bale on the bench. That's he barely sure. played him when he had him. Well, he barely played him that season. What, he got 60 appearances all season or something? Was, hey, but, but was, you do know Bale, Son, Kane scored more Premier League goals as a front three than anyone in Premier League history that year. Yeah, yeah I know, but, but Bale just basically came on and scored, but he didn't fit. play much. If, when he, got fit, he was getting fit, wasn't he? He did use us to get fit for the Euros. We know that now, but... Yeah, he it was, a few it was to well. our advantage at times. Yeah. But, but anyway, but Bale, but we've, we've, we've digressed a bit, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fine, it's fine. It's still Tottenham talk. Bale's a winner. You know what I mean? He won everything. He yeah. should have started that game. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, we saw Harry Maguire. Mason as manager. Been in a, been in a, in a cup final for how long? 
and, and you go and just chuck it away by playing your mates, sorry. I'm sorry I'm not having it. Simple as that. You don't start Mourinho before a final. Not a chance in hell. Just because you don't want to play him his five million in bonuses. Allegedly. We know that story. We know it. But know. let's let's move and on. And also right? remember the way they sacked him. It was the day the ESL come out, so it sort of got swept under the carpet. So everyone was scoffing about the ESL. I completely forgot about that. You're right. Yeah, it was a fuck. We fucked up. Let's give him some news it, that it, it might distract like, them. It was like you know, like in politics, they slip a little. Um, slip something something through law that you don't realise yeah. where the major tragedies happen and then six months down the line you find out you can't do something anymore <laughs> they've got this law through parliament that they've been trying to get through for about 10 years yeah. and um, they basically they basically derailed us tonight because everyone was going on about the ESL Mourinho got sacked no one really noticed it next thing you know Mason's beating Southampton on the first Wednesday or Thursday night and them thinking, oh yeah, he's done that. We're gonna go and beat. He can, he can beat Man City. We go to Man City. He totally, he totally just ups up. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's out of his six games, Mason. Funny enough, he did after that. Yeah, <laughs> just not the final. If he'd, won, if he'd have won, if he'd have beaten Villa at home, I can't think who the who the other game was that we lost. If he'd Probably Brentford. It seems to always be Brentford. If he'd have won those two, we'd have been in the Champions League. Yeah, and also if he would have won that cup final, leave he would have signed him onto a full time contract. Yeah, just on yeah. that final. So what you're saying is he did us a favour. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'd rather see the cup <laughs> final in second. You would, you would have took a year. Later. You would have took a year of Mason if he yeah. won Champions League. And, uh, I think, I, I think, I think, I think, I think he's going to make it. Even if we done shit that year, you, Le- we would have had something to dine out on. Yeah. We can have a finally we can have an ex player that isn't fucking Tim Sherwood <laughs> as one of our managers. Right. We can put so, that one to bed. Listen, yeah, Tim Sherwood. Going back to what you would what the initial uh, conversation piece is about. Last few games, I think it's been really poor and a defeat yeah. was coming, wasn't it? Well, you know Everton at home, Bournemouth at home, Brentford at home, Everton away. You know, even United we could have lost in the last minute when McTominay headed over. You know, we were sneaking points. We, we were getting wins and points. I think we had 11 points out of 15. And we were unconvincing. And it's funny, actually. Someone put a, a last 10 matches, last 10 league games up on Twitter, and we're third with 20 points. We've won six, but, two and lost if two. If Mourinho does that, unconvincing one one or two uh, nil wins, we're yeah. saying that's what winners do. No, we? no, no, no. Listen, when we was winning games, no, no one had a problem. We had an issue that, listen, we've seen it, we're starting to see the cracks here, and it's coming. Uh, Where we went wrong? Also, can I, can I say something? Is, it, is the defence that bad, or do you think we're losing the ball too much in midfield? And yeah. No, the defence are losing it. Adoji's running into people. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Adoji's no, not defending. He's, he's a midfield player. <laughs> and the problem <laughs> is that we because we've only got two defenders covering the width of the pitch whenever an attack does break down and and the opposition attack us we are called short there's there's, there's no one dropping it's, we're, we're it's not, ridiculous you know we're not we're not doing a good enough job at pinning the opposition back and keeping possession and but what we're trying what, what i feel like we're trying to do <laughs> or what we want to do is just keep recycling the ball and attack recycle the ball attack recycle the ball attack and pin them back and well, we're not doing got, that we're, we're struggling to keep Ash, the ball. Probably got, 
the only way you could possibly play this system, which I think is, I just think it's kamikaze. The only way you could play this system is if you've got someone like Harry Kane up front. Because you've got to score more than you concede. The ball sticks up front with Kane. We don't, we don't have those strikers now. The Wolves game, how many times did the Charleston lose that ball? Bill, I've totally forgot about that. I, <laughs> he was driving me mental. I mean, with Harry Kane, the ball's like Velcro, it goes up front with him. He ain't losing it. I mean, it was bouncing off for Charleston like a pinball. Yeah, his first touch ain't great. I did feel sorry for him. Charleston. He's had a really good spell, but mm. that game, you you can criticise him for being terrible. He was he was absolutely awful that last game, right? But again, <laughs> it's another player who he's, he's he hasn't had service. in you're hundred percent right. So in terms of the lack of scoring, I'm not going to criticise him, right? But when 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 is his first, he's, yeah, he's all he's round game. Not knocking forever, but. Ability, like when 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 you want him just even even a simple oh, there were times he was falling over as well. Yeah. And I think I think it comes down to as well, Ian, is like I said before, I'm not gonna kill Emerson, I'm not gonna kill Davies, Richie's another one. I'm not gonna judge him because it's the system that lets him down. At what point do you say I am gonna play with a striker who I know He's not the best hold-up player. He's not known for that. So I'm going to still play him in that. At what point do you say, do you know what? I need to push Madison further forward, play him more central, play into his feet, right? Or get it wide quicker, right? And then have Richie working off that, right? It's the same way that if you have Lewandowski, you're not putting balls over the top of the fullbacks there and expecting him to run on it, are you? So again, it comes down to that manager and, he, and, he, and he, his system does not allow the current players to thrive. When you have got a depleted squad that can't play your way, you need to adapt. And he's not done it again. So I'm not blaming Richie. I think the other thing also is, Christian, you think about the Wolves game. What service in did Richarlison get? You think of the goals he got against Bournemouth at home and Everton at home, when Johnson cut in from the right and pinged a lovely ball across the box and he, and he finished, them, um, finished both of them. He did. He didn't get any passes into the box, whether it was on whether on the ground or in the air. No, in the last few games, last few games he's played against some of the most physically dominant centre backs in the league. Uh, you look at Wolves and Kilman and and Dawson. Uh, Brian had the uh, Dunk Everton. Obviously, it's it's Deitchball. We know what they've got. Even Brentford, they've got the, the big, strong centre backs, and he's always going to struggle against them. The, the thing is, he's not supposed to be touching the ball until he gets in the box. He's actually, I think, he's he's better in the air than he is with the ball at his feet. Yeah, I think he's good at scoring with a header, not yeah, necessarily yeah. controlling the ball and bringing others into play. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. He, so I, I I I think one of the worst things that happened to him was Perisic's injury. Mm. Yeah. Because him, him coming on late in games, he would have got balls in the box to him. Well, that's one thing I think everyone. If you look at Twitter, everyone's been saying we we lack a real one v one winger, yeah. uh, and that's what Perisic would have been. Hundred percent. And ap- apart from a few select, I- I'm not having this 
this, this uh, Tottenham Twitter and Tottenham fan base now talking about Perisic, right? Because there was only a few select people that actually, when he signed, for do you know what? This boy can come and do stuff. This guy is a great player. Not many players wanted to defend him, right? Not many people trusted in him. So respectfully, don't be saying we miss we miss Perisic. We definitely do, <laughs> but you ain't the person to say that. And the people like us for, and and other people I won't name that actually knew about Perisic and what he can bring to the game. Like in this formation, Perisic would have been absolutely Everyone, everyone looks at signing like FIFA, like oh, he was 33 when we signed him, therefore he shouldn't have been signed, whatever. Right. Um, I was happy with Perisic signing. I just um, was worried about his age and playing every game as a wing back in, in England, but as a winger, I could never yeah. get that ability. And bringing him yeah. on for the last 10-15 minutes of games when you need a goal, getting balls in the box, could never knock that. We do yeah. have we do have a winger coming back from injury, supposedly, Solomon. and Solomon, who may be fit for the Palace game. Do you, do you think he can give us... He, he is a 1v1 winger. Whether he's an elite 1v1 winger uh, is a completely different question. But he is a 1v1 winger in his I style. I personally haven't seen him at enough good games for us but he hasn't had that many games for us uh, even 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 Fulham he didn't have many games because of his injury I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I don't get the hype of him personally but I hope I'm proved wrong it's a different it's another player another player yeah, another not, player that's not going to work with Richie because what he looks to do is cut in and shoot from as far out as he can he goes both ways, though, I think. I think that's what he brings that we don't currently have. I well, think he's more likely to put a cross in there. I'm talking, so. on the lo- I'm talking on the logic that a lot of people who like Solomon say, oh, look at the four goals he scored for Fulham. <laughs> that's that's what people have got off. We bought him off the base of that. Yeah. Now, Solomon was a really good player at Shakhtar in the Champions League. Has he got ability? 100%. Is he what we need? Can we trust him to be fit? I don't know. That's my question, Marks. Would I like to see him come in? Definitely because he creates chaos. He's different to what we've got. He's happy to pick up the ball from deep and try and bring it forward rather than always trying to receive it in the final third like Werner and Johnson. Although they've been playing all right, they only want it in the final third. They're not looking to beat anyone. They're not looking to drop in deep. So, yes, I want to see Sullivan. But if anyone's saying, I'm seeing that he's our best winger, I'm seeing that Sullivan will come and resolve our issues. Our issues is because of the two at the back, like Ian says, even with Destiny and Porro in the team, we're still conceding goals. So at what what point do we just say, maybe Solomon don't resolve that because do you see Solomon defending? Uh, not at all. Our issue isn't defending, it's keeping the ball and the defending yeah, comes apart because definitely. we're we're constantly having to defend fast breaks when we're out of we're out of shape. I think that's the issue. But anyway, speaking of Solomon possibly being back for Crystal Palace, we should probably have a quick chat about our next opponents in what feels like a lifetime away. Um before we speak about Crystal Palace, probably say it's it's good to hear that Roy Hodgson is, is on the mend. Um absolute legend of, of of the English game, not just the English game to be fair. Um, he's been all over the place, hasn't he? Yeah. Managing some of the greatest teams. Switzerland, Italy, yeah. England. One yeah. thing's at Inter. Yeah, that's hey. what I mean. You one thing's at Inter Milan. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's great I mean, to hear those on the men. Then they, they brought in uh, Glesner, who was, am I right in saying that he was um, Frank, Frank, is it Frankfurt? They I'm, were in yeah. the, the, 
They were I in tried the, uh, Frankfurt when we played them. Yeah, and they were in the. Were oh, they in the, the, the con- was it the conference? When we played them. Yeah, and then they had that forty-year-old Japanese centre back that was destroying us. <laughs> yeah, he he was the manager. He got into a European final as well, didn't he? Games I ever went to, because when we got off the train, we had to walk through a forest to get to the station to the, to the ground, <laughs> and coming out it was pitch black. Where's this, Bill? Frankfurt. We got off the train, we walked, you got a police escort through this forest, and it was daytime. That was all right. When you've come out the ground and you can see Frankfurt fans in this forest, it's like you're thinking, just stay together. It was like, I shit myself. I'd it was like, I remember the film American Werewolf in London. Yeah. <laughs> the way to the moors. You were just boarding <laughs> together. And like, you see the train and it was like, thank God for that. <laughs> Fair enough. But I, I, do you remember anything about how Frankfurt played? Because I, I remember something about a three in the back. Um, fairly, fairly low block. Not the most three, intense. Three out of, I think we drew out there, didn't we? Was it yeah, one it was boring. It was boring three in the back. One, one, one. I can't remember. It was a draw. I can't remember. Um, was, exactly. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure it was nil-nil. But... We beat them at home, though, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, and it was... They played, well, five... Oh, they missed the penalty, actually, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They played five at the back, well, three at the back, two two wing-backs. One was uh, Knauf, or Nauf. Um, Knauf, yeah. Yeah. Um, they play um, almost like a three up front. They had, like, a hybrid. Um, and then the two in midfield. If yeah. my calculations is right, so he plays similar to what we've already seen. Um, will he will he play different for the players he's got though? No, I, I think, don't think. I, mean, I think Palace have got the, the players to play three in the back. Who's so their they, third centre back? Their third centre back would so they play if the, if all fit. They'd and play Rich, 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 Chris Richards on the right. Yeah. They'd play uh, Mark Gray, Mark Gray on the left, yeah, and uh, Anderson, Anderson yeah, through the middle. Tyree Tyree Mitchell at uh, left wing back. I don't know about the right wing back. Would they go with Joe Ward? I'm not too sure, so we'll have to see what he's got there. Um, midfield of um, who's he playing? Adam Walton and whoever else is fit because they seem to lose all their sentiments don't they probably probably Jefferson Lerma then the front three then the front three of Eze and Mateo Eduardo whoever they're all rubbish uh, <laughs> and then Elise you might even uh, might, might even move Ayu back into the middle to be fair Elise is out for a long time. Uh, Elise is definitely injured. Yeah, yeah, long, long time. I don't think Eze is likely to come back either. I haven't seen anywhere anything about him. No, Shoot has shoot, always come good against us. Probably Jordan Ayu and Mateta are probably going to be a hat-trick or something. Ayu always seems to play well against us. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll do a quick round robin then of the one change you'd like to see and then uh, a, a score prediction, which is meaningless because they've got a new manager. <laughs> we have no idea what's going to happen. But uh, Ian, we'll start with you, mate. What, what one change would you like to see uh, in Tottenham and what do you think the result is going to be? What do I think the result will be? God knows. I honestly don't know. I think we'll have more of an idea after Palace play Burnley tomorrow. 
Yeah. And we'll see how they set up under the new manager. I have no confidence in Spurs at the moment. I think the, the form's been very patchy. Um, and, you know, when you look at the players we've got, you look at you look at the five who you think, you know, you've got Vicario, the two centre-backs, Polo and Dogi. I mean, they're five of the best players in the Premier League. You know, in their in their positions, and you know, and you look at you look at how many goals we're conceding, and you think, well, they don't correlate because if you know if you're playing Dyer, Sanchez, and Tanganga at the back, and Davis, then you know you're letting in 40 goals in 25 games or whatever it is, but we shouldn't be letting it anywhere near that, and we have, even now, in fact, you know. Mm. Ben missed half a dozen games, Romero's missed three or four. Um, it's it's wrong. It's wrong. Something's wrong. And, and to me, the system's wrong. And, you, and you've got a manager who doesn't change things. He doesn't pick the right system. Doesn't pick the right, you know. You're meant to, you're meant to play the system that suits the players. Not the other way around. That's normally how football's played. I think that's a debate that'll go down forever, though. To be fair, whether you you have a philosophy and you you try and make it work, or you you, you completely abandon all your idea of football to go with the players you've got and make a system that fits them, I think that's always going to be debated. But I understand what you're saying. I wouldn't go as far as Guardiola did in the Champions League final against Chelsea, where he went in without a recognised central defensive midfield player or a centre forward. Yeah, that's that's Guardiola levels of nuts, though, isn't it? He does that. And 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 Tuchel smacked his backside, and you know, but you know, Angie's the other extreme. So, so you want a bit? Of, you want to see a bit of pragmatism? Just want common sense. Yeah. You know that that they, they play so high up, it's crazy. I'm not saying drop 30, 40 yards like Conte and Mourinho. Drop ten yards. Give it, give it, give yourself a chance to recover you know we give away so many corners and the reason it and free kicks and the reason is that it's all last ditch tackling because we're so high up they put the ball around us or over us and it's last ditch and you know and we give away corner after corner after corner it's you know it's it's, it's you don't have to be a genius to work that out and he can't see it you can't see it, and you can't, and and you can't play that system without the strikers. We don't have the strikers for the system. So, God knows, maybe a draw against Palace. I really, I really am quite depressed. Is, is it? Do we know if it's home and away? I haven't even looked. It's, it's a home. It's a home. Yeah. We, we've got a fucking doing them. Uh, Bill, mate, same question for you. What, I what, want what, to one see team? Saw and Madison 100% start. Yeah. I don't know who out of Basuma or Benton Core. I think whoever is fittest should play. And if Benton Core isn't fit enough, Basuma needs to pull his finger out and put put in a proper performance because I'd rather Benton Core be a nurse back to full fitness rather than be thrown in. It's not working at the moment why he's not fit. 
in my opinion. But the flip side of that is Basuma's in poor form. What do, you, what do you think the result will be then? If you just had to, if you had, a, if you had to guess, uh, I think we'll win. Then I'm not the best at predicting Tottenham scores. No, I've got about a lead at the moment. A bit of positivity doesn't go amiss, though. <laughs> but the my worst thing is, um, I, 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 I rarely, I rarely predict a Tottenham loss. I, I go there with full expectations to win every game. Damn well knowing we can't win every game, it's beyond the realms of possibility. But that's why I never put Spurs in a knacky. <laughs> yeah, because I'd always put them to win, and they'd always let me down. Uh, Chris, go on then, mate. Oh. If you watch Palace games recently, they've been playing really well up to the last 70, 80. They've been winning games, winning games. Chelsea, for example. Um, the last game very similar lost it towards the end they actually went one nil up against was it Sheffield United um, they're going to make it really hard they're going to pressure they're going to play the good counter-attacking football catch us on the fast break um, I just want to see a little bit of creative so get a little bit creative um, yes it's not football manager I hear that but I think the three at the back needs to happen for me um, I would honestly probably play something like a I would probably play like a three four three probably um, and I'll change it up a bit try and give Maddis a further up the pitch so I'd play Vicario Dragosin Romero Van der Ven I would then, if if Poro and Adoji are not fit, or if one or the other is not fit, with with Saar's legs, I would play a midfield of Saar, Basuma, Benteke, um, and then probably Kulu on the left. Kulu and Saar, defensively, defensively work rate-wise, the amount they cover the pitch can help defending. Plus, you only need Basuma can step back into that role if needed and split Dragosin and Van der Ven. Um, and then I'd go Kulu, oh, sorry, not Kulu, um, Johnson on the right, Son through the middle, and then Madders off the left wing coming in and playing more central. And actually, Son and Johnson or Son and Richie, whatever, I'm not fast, players are two almost. Um, let Madders play in that final third. When Madders is dropping as deep as he is to pick up the ball to try and force something, it's not where you want Madders to be. So be, be a bit more creative. It doesn't have to be that. Maybe just tell the fullbacks not to invert, um, and then get and then get Madders further forward. So then you can play uh, Basuma and Saar further forward as well because you can defend with a back line of four. Um, and just push that high line further forward. There's a few things that you can do. It doesn't necessarily have to be ultra creative, but we have to try something different at this point. We can't keep going the way we can. Um, and honestly, in a full 90 minutes, I'd be disappointed if we don't pump this Palace team 3-0. But with what I've just said, I think we're going to be 2-1. No. Yeah, I think we're going to be 2-1. Just 2-1, 3-1. I hope, we, I hope we absolutely smash them. I, I feel like we can do it. If we, we've seen 20-minute, 30-minute spells in games. We should need to maintain that 
actually actually find a way to beat a decent press. If they if there's if they haven't got a decent press, it'll be fine. Um, it's just we're just keeping giving the, the ball away too much, and that's where we give keep giving away the opportunities. So hopefully, if we do that, we'll be fine, and I, I can see it being a, a comfortable two three nil win if we if we turn up. So that that's what I'm going with. Um, anyway, onto the fun and games. <laughs> we can move away from uh, from from that sort of thing. Um, so we're gonna play a weird contrived game of like quiz darts that I've completely invented out of the boredom of my brain. Basically, each stat is a dart, right? Does that make sense? Each what's a dart? Each stat is a dart. Oh, stats. So oh. someone's like gold scored. That that's a dart for the purposes of this. Do I be Luke Little then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not the youngest, Bill. <laughs> we'll find out. But basically, <laughs> basically, it's a quiz in the form of darts, right? Darts themed I'll be, quiz. I'll be Van Gerwen then. Yeah. <laughs> go for it, mate. Oh, right, Bristow, go on. I'll, I'll definitely go with Price. I don't get on with many people. Right, <laughs> <laughs> let's get let's get going. Right, so which of the following set of three darts add up to 180? All right. It's not going to be fucking easy, mate. <laughs> I well, to... why, why is it maths? Do you mean why is it maths? Just it's not maths. Just 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 think about it, right? So the first set of three darts is Premier League goals scored by Son, Richie, and Johnson. So all of them added up goals. Or is it Premier League appearances from Royale, Bentancur, and Werner? Or finally, is it offsides from Madison, Rishi, and Werner? Offsides. So, I think it's eight. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Up here. No, I can't. It's got to be offside, isn't it? It's yeah. offside. Richie last season. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to be under a ball. Is that for this season, Ash? This is all, this is all Premier League seasons. All, all, all Premier, Premier League, League seasons. seasons. Yeah, yeah. Sun's... Do you know what? Sun's got, what, 120? I don't know. I'm sure he got 150 the other day. Who were the three goal scorers? Son, Rishi, and uh, Brennan Johnson. Is this just in Tottenham Colours, by the way? No, no, no. This is all-time oh. Premier League. Oh, uh, That's not 180 then, because Rishi's got, what, 50? I'll stay I'll stay with the first option. Yeah, I'm I'm staying offside still. Okay, so we've got one for Premier League goals and two for offsides. Uh you're all wrong. It's Premier League appearances. So Son's <laughs> got 115, Rishi's got 59, and Johnson's got eleven goals, adding up to 185. Uh Madison's got twenty three offsides. Rishi, unsurprisingly, has hundred and eighteen offsides. I knew it Werner's got forty three, adding up to hundred and eighty four. And Royale's got 74 appearances, Benthicor's got 45, and Werner's 61, reaching the uh, the 180. I'll tell you, I only busted by four. No, <laughs> Richie, I mean, 100, on, 100 on what offsides? Richie, 118 offsides in his Premier League career. It's not like we're talking no, about... No, 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 but that's, that's still not... They definitely got his number. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen if, if, they, if all these teams would have bring in specialist throwing people, this guy needs to bring a specialist learn how to play. <laughs> right. Second second question. Which of these darts... Remember, that is a dart. Which of these darts scores highest? This is for this season. Is it Madison's pass completion rate as a percentage? Is it the number of corners Pedro Porra has taken? 
or is it a number of clearances Christian Romero has made? I'm going to go corners, Polo's taken. He's taken a hell of a lot. He has. One sec, clearances doesn't mean even finding the player with a pot. With a pot. Yeah, yeah, it's not just hammering yeah. and clear, it's right, just cool. getting the ball away from danger. Christian Romero. Oh. I'm sticking with corners. Go on, Ian. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll give the answer then. Uh, again, no one's right. It's Madison's pass completion rate. <laughs> He's got a pass completion rate of 86% this season, which as a number 10 is pretty fucking phenomenal. Um, Pedro Porro has taken 76 free kicks, uh, sorry, corners so far. And Romero How made, many scored? I don't know. Not enough, clearly. Uh, and Romero has made 66 clearances. So quite a way below there, Chris, this time. Uh, finally... Which of these darts hits the treble 20? Is it Van der Ven's top speed in kilometres per hour? Is it Vicario's save success rate? Or is it Pepe Matisse's shot accuracy? This is this is a challenging one. <laughs> I I had to find... I was looking for bullseye and nobody has a stat that hits 50. Not a single Vicario. Van der Ven. We've got Vicario and Van der Ven. Ian? I'm going to go Sarling just to be different. <laughs> <laughs> One of us has got to get it right now. No one's got one right. So I'm just going to make sure someone gets something right. Yeah, Bill, mate, you've you backed the right horse there. It is Pat Leffert, Massasar, who has got an attractive of 60%, which <laughs> actually that, took me by surprise. And, and that was just pure luck on the bases. There had to be someone to get something right. <laughs> Oh, mate. Yeah. I knew yeah. it was, I knew it was Van der Ven because he got to, what was it, 82 point something, 83 point something? He got to, he got 37 kilometres per hour. Oh, maybe. I'll if if it was 60, that would have been like 37 miles per hour. Yeah, he, can, <laughs> he, can run, he can run that quick. <laughs> you can just see him down the dual carriageway overtaking a smart car. <laughs> i tell you what, next time we'll have to do uh, what is Van der Ven quicker than and try and find yeah. Find all the, anim- all the land all the, animals. All the land animals that are slower than random men. <laughs> well, there's, there's four of us right here. That's the same. Yeah. Right. That that brings us to a close. But thanks thanks again for joining us, Ian. It's been a pleasure having you back on, mate. It's been lovely to be back. Wonderful. And Bill, thanks for joining us, mate. It's, it's been a pleasure having you on for your first time. And I'm sure we'll get you on again at some point, hopefully. No problem. It was, uh, it was enjoyable. Wonderful. Do you review have anything you're looking to promote at the moment? I don't know if it's just your Twitter account or whatever. No, I was just let my Twitter account promote itself. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, the amount of people he's closed down, he gets the follows all the time. <laughs> well, either way, we will we'll tweet them both out. Chris, I know you've got something new to promote. Yeah, you? you're you're for the streamers out there. Yes, yeah, so I've just started to try a part-time streaming on Twitch. Um, it's Caps Streams. Um, at the moment, I'm playing a little bit of gaming, but talking about Tottenham, um, what I'm going to hopefully look at doing as well is breaking down games, uh, trying to play a bit of football manager with the real players, a um, bit of analysing with, with the chat. So please do come a, come along and join um, anytime I'm live. But um, You'll have yeah. to teach me how to get on the Twitch then. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you, Bill. I'll teach you, but I'm still getting in the motion of doing that. 
Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's a little fun venture. Right, and um, I'm a boring basic bitch, so there's nothing for me to promote. Uh, <laughs> other than uh, get yourself a nice beer and have a good time and enjoy life. Anyway, thanks all for joining us. Hopefully we can help you through uh, a weekend without Spurs with, with some Spursy content. Uh, and as always, come on you Spurs. Spurs.